Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of History with Soumya. I am Soumya, a former journalist and an all-time connoisseur of stories. After Lucknow, we move on to a new city today. This time, right in the heart of the country. If you haven't guessed it yet, it is Bhopal, the capital city of Madhya Pradesh. Why Bhopal? Because this city's history is glorious. Its stories are thrilling with lessons of courage and valor and of men and women, particularly women whose tales are not only educational but also inspirational. A chance read led me to the bewitching tales of the four begums of Bhopal who ruled over Bhopal for nearly 100 years and who I believe must have been the earliest feminists of this country. much before the term was even coined in the world so a little heads up even though bhopal's usually known as the city of lakes i have included it in my series because i feel that the city should have a different epithet just like lucknow is known as the city of nawabs bhopal ought to be known as the city of begums and hopefully by the end of this episode you will agree with me Let's start at the beginning. The origins of Bhopal's name can be traced to the 11th century city in the region called Bhojpal. According to the Imperial Gazette of Central India in 1908, it was named after two things. One was Parmara Raja Bhoj and the second was the dam or pal that one of the ministers of the king is believed to have constructed in order to hold up the lakes that now surround the city. Hence, Bhojpal. There's another theory that claims that the city was named after another king called Bhopala. However, it's not as popular as the one attributed to Bhojpal. We fast forward to the 18th century when the foundations of the modern city of Bhopal are said to have been laid. As per the historians, it was Nawab Dost Muhammad Khan. one of the afghan soldiers of the mughal emperor aurangzeb who is said to have founded the city of bhopal following the death of aurangzeb khan had started extending his services as a mercenary to the rulers of the politically volatile malwa region and thus after one of his successful expeditions the queen of the gond kingdom kamlapati gave him the territory of bhopal as a form of payment Till that time Bhopal was a small village in Gond. However, following the queen's death, Khan annexed her kingdom as well and built a fort in the village which in the later years flourished as the city of Bhopal. It was in 1818 that Bhopal became a princely state in the British East India Company. and thus began the golden years of the region under the reign of the begums of bhopal or as per their official title the nawab begums of bhopal the century long rule of the begums ensured that bhopal remained politically stable and witnessed growth and progress in all fields be it reforms in administration or architecture or cultural The reign of the Begums was credited to have contributed to religious and communal harmony in the state. 
and to have given rise to a special mixed culture in Bhopal where Hindus and Muslims lived alongside with relative peace. Interestingly, one of the women that governed Bhopal was not even recognized as the Begum of Bhopal. History books suggest that Mamula Bai managed the administration of the kingdom for a good 50 years. Throughout that time, Mamula Bai remained in Parda or the Vale as she ruled on behalf of her incompetent sons. Anyway, the official rule of the Begums begins with Kutsia Begum, who ruled from 1819 to 1831. She was a young 18-year-old girl when her husband was assassinated. But Kutsia did not let her age or her gender deter her and took over the control of the state. Rejecting the societal norms, she refused to remain under the parda even though she was illiterate and even declared that her 2-year-old daughter Sikandar will be her successor. I have always wondered how a teenage girl in 18th century India found the courage and the will to not only demolish the accepted norms of the time but also establish new ones. Under Kutsia Begum's rule, Bhopal progressed. During her reign, the beautiful Jama Masjid as well as the Gohar Mahal were made. The Begum was also credited to have invested in a lot of public works projects. Legend has it that the first female ruler of Bhopal would never eat a morsel of her dinner till she was informed by her aides that all the subjects in the state had finished their meals first. Her death led to the accession of her daughter Sikandar to the throne in 1837. Interestingly, in the initial days of her reign, Sikandar ruled as a regent, while her young daughter Shah Jahan was recognized as the official ruler. However, in 1860, Sikandar was named as the official ruler of Bhopal state. Bhopal witnessed many changes with Sikandar on throne. She introduced the concept of parliament called Majlis-e-Shura in the state, established a postal service office, a secretariat, and a customs office among many other things. She also founded multiple schools in each district of the state and constructed the Moti Masjid in the city. Interestingly, Sikandar Begum, who had helped the British during the first war of independence in 1857, was awarded with the exalted order of the Star of India, giving her the distinction at that time of being the only other female knight in the British Empire apart from Queen Victoria. Just like her mother, Sikandar was a devout Muslim who even became the first Indian ruler in 1863 to perform Hajj, which is the holy pilgrimage undertaken by Muslims to Saudi Arabia. And much like her mother, she refused to adhere to the conservative laws of the society and discarded the parda system. She played polo, hunted tigers, was skilled at archery and swordsmanship, as well as dancing. Astounding, isn't it? Next came Sikandar's daughter Shah Jahan Begum, who took over the reins of the state in 1868. Shah Jahan Begum made crucial contributions in the field of arts, music, poetry and architecture of Bhopal. Like her namesake Mughal Emperor Shah Jahan, the third Begum of Bhopal also constructed a magnificent monument that was also dubbed as the Taj Mahal. The Taj Mahal in Bhopal served as the official residence of the Begum, 
who went on to build several such resplendent buildings in the state. Finally, the last Begum of Bhopal was Sultan Jahan Begum, who succeeded her mother in 1901. Sultan Jahan Begum became an important figure in the fields of culture and religion. She was committed to the cause of ushering in several reforms, including health and education reforms for the women of the state. According to historical records, she was the first president of the All India Conference on Education and the first chancellor of the Aligarh Muslim University in Uttar Pradesh. In fact, till today she holds the distinction of being the only female chancellor of the prestigious AMU. Sultan Jahan Begum abdicated her throne for her son Nawab Hamidullah Khan in 1926 and with that ended the rule of Begums of Bhopal. There is another fascinating aspect regarding Bhopal's history that our school textbooks probably missed. The royal family of Bhopal's direct connection to Pakistan and to the Nawabs of Patodi. You know what this means, right? That Bollywood actor Saif Ali Khan and his young son Tehmur Ali Khan are not connected to one but two royal families. I will tell you how, but it's a bit complicated, so listen carefully. So, After India gained independence in 1947, the heiress apparent of Nawab Hamidullah Khan, Abida Sultan, abdicated the throne and moved to Pakistan in 1950. Abida Sultan's son, Sheryar Khan, grew up to become a career diplomat and the former foreign secretary of Pakistan. Meanwhile, after her abdication, the government of India appointed Abida's younger sister, Begum Sajida, as the ruler of Bhopal's throne. Begum Sajida then ended up getting married to Iftikhar Ali Khan, the last ruling Nawab of Patodi. Following her death, Sajida's only son, Mansoor Ali Khan Patodi, came to be considered by many as the head of the royal family of Bhopal. And now you know how Saif and Taimur, who are the son and the grandson of Mansoor Ali Khan, are related to the two royal families of India. So this was the enchanting history of Bhopal. Do you agree with me that this city should be officially known as the city of Begums? Drop me a message on my Instagram handle at historywithsomya and let me know what you think. And I will meet you the next time with captivating tales of yet another city. Until then, stay safe and stay happy. You were listening to History with Somya.